Today we're drinking uh, Zachary Edwards. It's pretty good. Welcome to episode 10 of the Not Salty Podcast. I'm your host, John Bell. And as always, I'm joined by my best friends and co-host, Mike Fenton and Kristen Skeevers. In this episode, we interview our friend, Megan Till of the Duchess at Silvertree. As a high school student, Megan began her career in salad prep and worked her way up to become the managing member and co-owner of the Duchess at Silvertree. Not only is she our first female guest, thank you, Megan, finally Kristen isn't outnumbered, she has become a perfectionist in the restaurant industry and is an amazing member of the Deep Creek community. If you haven't been to Duchess at Silvertree yet, stop by. The crab cakes are the best. Now sit back, turn the volume up, and enjoy the show. And here we go. Uh, this is episode number 10 of the Not Salty podcast. Uh, before we get into the show, uh, pretty exciting. We got a lot of snow yesterday and today. Snowed a little yeah. bit today. Kristen, did you go skiing today? I went skiing yesterday. It was awesome. I didn't make it out there. Like, is, is the resort all the way open now? No. Um, they're still opening parts of Eastridge, but they were blowing on my way in. Oh, oh sorry. Not blowing. We know that. Oh, yeah. They're making snow on <laughs> eye opener. Main Street has a couple whale back, so maybe we'll get Eastridge by the end of the week. And there's Mike Gopi in his first beer. What's well, East, actually, what, it's his second beer. Where's Eastridge? Which one's that? That's like Main Street, okay. Eye Down Under. But they didn't start making snow on Down Under, so that might be last. But we're supposed to get like two to five inches tomorrow. So Woo-hoo. Wait, and you texted me a uh, crew of us. Some of our friends are going to Timberline on Friday. Yeah. So my uh, partner scheduled a meeting on Friday at 1. I can't make it. Uh, have fun. Send us pictures. Uh Hit Mike Double up uh, with some pictures. Uh, speaking, do you need of which, me to cover for you on that? Yes, you yes, if you would, <laughs> that would be amazing. That would that would actually be perfect. That'd make my day. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, if you haven't listened to the Mike Double episode, which would be number nine, uh, you got to check it out. So, um, my opinion is our one of our best ones yet. It's got the most hits ever. Uh, Kristen saw the stats. It was something on Mike's website. Like thirty thousand people started it, and like five thousand people watched the whole thing through. Uh, Really, we're, we're getting better at this. Yeah, we're growing. We're growing an audience. Uh, today, we're here with uh, episode number 10. Um, another neat thing that happened over the weekend was uh, um, my wife told me she actually listens to these podcasts, and I was surprised. <laughs> we, we have a fan. Like, I was very surprised. Uh, she listened to the podcast with Jimmy Rayleigh's podcast uh, without me encouraging to her whatever she was going to Pittsburgh or something to listen to it. And uh, uh, my wife is probably my biggest critic. She likes to make fun of everything I do, which is fine with me. It's our relationship. But in a funny way, she was like, listen, you talk too much and you're always wrong. So <laughs> she does have a little bit of a point. Or if you actually listen to the episodes, uh, our, our last few guests, I've introduced them and I've just kind of been wrong about what they do. So uh Episode number 10 is very special. It's our 10th episode. And Megan, you're our first female guest. If you don't mind, would you please introduce yourself so my wife doesn't say I'm wrong again? Hi, I'm Megan Till. Well, that's <laughs> and to that's start. the show. <laughs> Done. This was really nice. Really, really good job. Megan, we met you years ago, and uh, part of Noel's comments were as I get timelines mixed up. To me, uh, uh, five years ago was yesterday, and yesterday was about a month and a half ago, and just it all runs together. So I don't remember exactly when we met, and I don't remember when you guys brought Silver Tree, well, Duchess, to Deep Creek. 
But I do have a history there. One of my uh, first bartending jobs was at the Silver Tree when it was the old boat bar outside. Um, it was great, man. And uh, here's Noel going to yell at me for talking too much again, but it kind of sets everything <laughs> up. I was, uh, I think I was probably 20 or 21 years old. And you couldn't, uh, well, I'd have been 21, I was bartending. I would actually come home from college in the summertime and drive my jet ski to work at the Silver Tree bar. And Silver Tree at that time was great, but it's it's nothing like Dutch's today. Like it was your beautiful outside bar it used to be this like rickety old boat we would stand in. And uh, um, we had Long Island iced teas for like $3 and people would party in at the end of the <laughs> night. Like I remember uh, my friend Jimmy and I, um, who actually just found out he still lives here. I would seen him in years. At the end of the night, we would uh, roll up the mats from the bar and throw them at people to get out of there. Like, uh, it was, it was, now this That's is aggressive. the, yes, this was the <laughs> bar area. The restaurant area was always nice. But uh, what year was it your group purchased uh, the building and started and brought Dutch's up here? We started in 2011. Okay. So it has been a while ago. Mm -hmm. Cool. January, we started the renovation and then we officially opened in July. I think it was July 8th is when the restaurant opened wow. in 2011. And before you guys, it had gone through a couple other things. Like it was uh, the Lascaris family that owned it for, geez, a long time. And it was people I worked for, uh, we're still real good friends with and uh, owned a local, one of the local liquor stores now. But when they sold it, uh, the whole building got redone. That was kind of when we built Silver Tree, or they built Silver Tree Suites. Mm -hmm. And um, the restaurant kind of went hit or miss for a couple years. A couple other things coming in. I remember Larry's House of Blues, which was kind I've of cool, of it. but yeah. it didn't stay long. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, Larry's House of Blues, I forget the name of them. Uh, then you guys came in, and you've been very successful. Um, I know very little about restaurants other than I like to go to them. And uh, <laughs> you guys, one thing I'll tell you is anytime you go there, it's it's always good food. You always feel welcome. Uh, I remember that whenever Jimmy Lascaris' family owned it. When you walked in there, no matter who you were, Jimmy would always make you feel special. You were like, hey, welcome to Deep Creek. And uh, I have no idea if Jimmy actually knew these people or not, but they felt special about coming there. And you guys do the same thing. That's awesome. So your rest, your original restaurant is down in Frederick, mm -hmm. the Dutch's daughter? Yep. We opened, or Eileen, my business partner, she opened in 84. Okay. We used to lease the clubhouse out of the FW Golf Course. Okay. Super rickety. Um, she would... <laughs> She'd have porcelain faces on the wall with like all of the feathers and oh my God. just, yeah. What is it uh, named after? Oh, her oh. dad. Her dad. Her and her sister started the business together. So it was Dutch, which was his nickname he got in the army. So it was the sister. So it was Dutch's daughters. Plural. I assumed you were the Dutch's daughter. No. No, your <laughs> no. dad's not. I feel a... like part of the family, but no. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I've worked with her for 29 years now. So you said business partner. That was one of the questions I was going to ask you. Uh, you guys are partners, so you're a co-owner in the restaurant of some sort. And there's a rumor, which sometimes I'm wrong with, but the rumor is you started off, I guess, bussing tables there a long time ago? I actually started off doing salads. Okay. So started you started from, from, you started from salads and worked your way up to ownership of what I'm going to call... Uh, very, very, one of the best uh, restaurants <laughs> at Deep Creek Lake. Uh, walk you. us through that. I started in 94. I was a freshman in high school. My sister actually got a job bussing tables and I had to follow her. Sure. <laughs> my mom was like, you need to just go with her on the weekends. Your sister, younger sister? Older sister. Okay. Yeah, I'm the youngest. So I just kind of followed along with her and I started salads and then I moved into Expo, which is someone who basically gets the food out of the kitchen yep. as fast as possible. And then I kind of moved into cooking 
at that point. Um, and then I was a cook for a couple years, senior in high school, and I was frying and cooking steaks at yeah. like the best restaurant in Frederick, in my opinion. And then my sister, who was still working there at the time, she got married and she was going on her honeymoon. And she actually married one of the cooks at the restaurant because they worked there the whole time. And it's like, well, there's a server position opened up. Megan, you want to learn? And I remember, <laughs> this is awful. But I remember the manager, the floor manager at the time came back in the kitchen. She was like, Megan, if you're going to serve, you actually have to be nice to people. <laughs> <laughs> what, were you running the line at that point? Did you have a reputation? <laughs> yeah. We've come a long way. You're very, very nice now. As a senior in high school, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then I stepped into the front of the house and just kind of served for a while. And then we opened up the new restaurant on Himes Avenue in 2000. And then I started managing, I think it was like 2002 is when I started managing there. And um, and then you guys found Deep Creek somewhere along the way? Yeah, well, Eileen actually grew up in Red House. Okay. She was there until she was about eight years old, I think, five or eight. And then she moved to Brunswick and did her thing. She actually had a cleaning business for a while, and then she opened up the restaurant in Frederick. If you're from around here, Red House is a very small town, so yeah. uh, it's neat that she grew up here. Yeah, yeah. Her dad was a farmer. He did. Okay. He did, I'm sorry. He worked on a farm. Okay. Um, and then, so she worked worked um, as a cleaner, and one of the people that she cleaned for were the Rouse. Okay. And then they just became really good friends, and... They hung out a lot together, and they helped her kind of when she opened up the restaurant in Frederick. They helped her like come up with a. They were the her, the, her guinea pigs. She okay. would cook stuff, and they would be like, "Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should do this. You should do that." So they've had a relationship wow. for a very long time. So when they heard that Silver Tree was going up for sale, they approached her and said, "You know, you really should come up to Deep Creek." Gotcha. I think it was for their own. They wanted a good restaurant there. <laughs> well, they're always there. Uh, yes. They eat there a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she thought about it. We came up. We checked it out. We looked around. And then it took a, it took a couple years for that to transfer over. But we actually bought it in 2011. Phil Rao's actually been mentioned in some of our previous podcasts. Uh, when we talk about old Deep Creek and uh, the crazy things people would do growing up here and stuff. He's been here for a long time. So that's uh, actually a neat story. So basically... Phil, you can see the restaurant from Phil's house. So mm -hmm. Phil was sitting in his house looking at it, came with a good idea to buy it, hook up with you guys, and that's how your Duchess up here started. Here we are. So the real name is the Duchess Daughters in Frederick, and this is just Duchess at Deep Creek? Duchess at Silver Tree. Duchess at Silver Tree. I Everybody still that. calls it Silver Tree. Okay. Uh, Silver Tree. <laughs> Silver Tree, Silver Tree. Not me. Thank you. I, well, the, uh, no, I'm not from here. What a but, but we always, you know, uh, when I worked at National Land Partners, we would get Duchess gift cards, and they just say, as far as I can tell, Duchess on them. And so that's that's how it was like, oh, here's these Duchess gift cards. And, you know, whenever we would, uh, I don't remember why we would give them out. I think it was, you know, if we mess something up. Hey, we're still got a lot of them. You got a lot of them. Yeah, we did. Oh, you remember? That's right. Yeah, yeah, sure. I was like, all right, here's ten thousand dollars. but but yeah, we did. We bought a lot of them. I think it was. Uh, we just gave them away. I mean, it was just a, kind of like a promotion of ours. I think you used to get like a hundred bucks if you went on a tour. Were they giving you gift cards for that or cash? Uh, oh, it was gift that's cards. What you got yeah, yeah, it was gift cards. Yeah. So I think. Yeah, I think it was that wasn't on the advertisement. For, uh, just saying. So you know. 
yeah. No, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, we did. And so as far as I could tell, that's what we called it. So yeah, everyone still calls it Silver Tree. So when we were coming up with a name, thank you. No, sorry. <laughs> when we were coming up with the name, we figured the best thing to do was to incorporate Silver Tree into the name. Dutch like Dutchess at Silver Tree because it's a, everybody knows it here. So the, the hotel that's there now, I mean, so this is all, that was around the same time? Did it all go up together? Or no, they're, they, I think. It went up around 2005, 2006. Right? Okay. Then, so we're, yeah. we're completely separate. Yeah. We do share like a little middle area. To get out back. Mm -hmm. It's all condominiumized. The hotel, it's all, if you can think in real estate terms, the marina, the Silver Tree Marina, mm -hmm. Dutchess, uh, Silver Tree, the suites at Silver Tree, it's all just condo with individual owners, but we do share some parts in common, like the parking lot and all that stuff. Which is great for us, because we oh, have yeah, the hotel sure. right, well, call it a hotel. We've got them right there, so it's it's pretty easy. Yeah, people love it, too. Yeah, it's nice. Um, and for me, you know, coming from the restaurant industry, too, um, you know, I don't eat meat, unfortunately, because I heard the filet is, you know, one of the best things on the menu. But the salmon is also one of the. That's what I always. It, it is amazing and it's consistent. Oh my! How do you guys do it? I That's mean, the hardest thing. Yeah, salmon is the hardest thing. Or consistency. No, consistency. Is the hardest thing? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, how hard is it to cook salmon? Yeah, <laughs> consistency with service and food is okay. always our main goal. And then on top of our restaurant with consistency, we also want to be consistent with the Frederick location. Because we're an extension of them. Okay. So it's really, it's hard to kind of keep up between the two. So without giving away too much, what's the magic? I mean, how do you do it? I'm there every day. Yeah. Uh, hard work. <laughs> so you're, so that, that person where they were like, hey, be nice, <laughs> is still there. And, yes. And, okay, gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I think that's 100% uh, true. So I've been involved with a couple of restaurants, and they've all failed. Um, and one of the reasons <laughs> why... Um, is you have to have a manager, I'm assuming, like you, that's there all the time. Like, if you're not there, it's not going to work out. Um, it's it's 100% on good management. Honestly, it's 100% hard work from everything I see. Um, it really is. The one thing I was wanting to bring back up to you guys is the old Silver Tree had something really cool. Oh, don't even say it. I don't know if it was <laughs> Wednesdays it. or Thursday nights. They had a beach volleyball thing, and all the, uh, all the restaurant employees would go in and play volleyball against each other. It was great. I have heard about that, yeah. Is that not what you wanted yeah. me to say? Or is that something I, I thought you were going to mention 10 Cent Sundays. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> what's a 10 Cent Sunday? I have heard about 10 Cent Sundays every day. They <laughs> had, uh, like we had, we had like, you know, in uh, the Collegeville in Pennsylvania, Mandy, I moved from his big college town, obviously. Collegeville. Collegeville. Um, and they had Silver Coin Night. So Silver Coin Night was, you can get a drink for a silver coin. Is that what it is? What's 10 Cent Night? The original restaurant, they would do, I think it started at five cents and then it moved to 10 cents. Inflation, and, sure. Yeah. yeah. It might have gone <laughs> up to a quarter. I don't know. Um, but it was 10 cent Sundays, and every guest. It was like a real old menu. Like uh, when Silver Tree first opened in 1901, whatever it was, they would sell 10 cent Sundays. I think just your wife would say you were wrong. She, she, <laughs> I think it was 1902. But anyway, it had been around for a long time. Uh, um, yeah, I don't think in today's world you could sell ten cents on days and, we tried. and keep it open. We tried. I think we, I think we might have done like a quarter when we tried, and it was just so hard. If you're going to go over that, I'd, I'd say go for ten cent beers. We'll stop by. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think Sundays are more likely. <laughs> <laughs> but the volleyball thing was great. Like uh, at the time, I think uh, it was probably it was when I was working at Red Run, uh, bartending and waiting on tables at Red Run. 
in the summer times, we'd all get together and all the restaurant employees would come to Silver Tree and play volleyball. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. Um, kind of missed something like that, but uh, who knows? There's probably yeah. rules around it these days why you can't do it. Had you been to Deep Creek before you came, like, to look at the restaurant space? I have come here one time before. No I actually way. moved up here. Wow. That is yeah. so brave. My um, brother-in-law's aunt and uncle had a house. Oh. And I came up for, like, three nights. Did you remember loving it when they were like, we should open a new spot in Deep Creek? Do you remember thinking, oh, yeah, I went there. I loved it. I did because we hung out on a dock for most of the day Perfect. and just spent the whole day out there. Yeah. And had a couple beverages and just kind of relaxed and enjoyed it. And I, I will always remember sitting on that dock yeah. and just having so much fun. And Phil was probably like, every day is just like this. It's 85 <laughs> and sunny. Oh, don't, it just doesn't even snow. Don't worry about it. You're yeah. fine. <laughs> They're so fun. They are so fun. That's awesome. That's a really cool story you worked way up through it. So you basically, um, I don't know, like a lot of us, you started at the bottom, learned every aspect of the business, went into management, and now went into ownership where you're still managing it, and that's why you're successful. Well, I when the restaurant that I worked at, and I, you know, hopefully I'm not offending anybody by saying this, <laughs> but we had a we had a an executive chef who was also the front of house, the food and beverage back director, and I always said that. When he left, there he would like. I remember this one time, for example. We were, I was at the hot, I mean, we had this beautiful dish line. I mean, it was designed to do thousands of people at a time, like big conveyor belt. And I'm walking off the line and I'm like hot behind and I'm like throwing the pans down. And this one server like wouldn't move, you know. And so I'm like, I'm getting mad and I, I start, I yell and and she turned out, she turned around and started freaking out on me. And her manager came over and talked to Todd, who was the executive chef and the food and beverage director. And Todd made me go and apologize to her. And I found out that when you say hot, you're not supposed to move because you're the one <laughs> who oh. doesn't know where I'm coming from, you know? <laughs> so, so, you you're know, just like randomly yelling at this. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, get okay. out of my way, you crazy person, <laughs> you know? And uh, so he made me apologize to her. And I always thought that having somebody who, who is in charge of both the front and the back and understands both and can keep everybody together is so essential. And that's the Would biggest thing. Yes, yeah. 100%. That's what I love about the, our place. The back of house and the front of the house are the same. They treat each other with respect. If there's a problem, they both work together to get it fixed where it's not like, you messed up my steak. Well, you, you should be ready for your food. Why aren't you taking your food out of the window? Now I have to replace it. We don't have that. They all work hand in hand together, and it's, it's a nice. How did that happen? I mean, would you, are you to blame? Or, I mean, oh, how? no, I can't take credit for that. <laughs> so, so, so obviously they have to take credit for that too. 100%, yeah. But, I mean, is that the standard? I mean, It is, yeah. yeah okay. And, like, when we're interviewing or we're hiring people, we say, you know, we're all a team. We all work together. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's taking care of the guest, and that's what we're going to do. So, you mess up, we're going to do whatever we can to fix it, yeah. front of the house or back of the house. Like, don't, honesty is the best policy. Don't throw anybody under the bus, the bus to, to clear yourself. That but. was the biggest thing. And honestly, outside of the kitchen world, I don't know if that works as well. Because <laughs> um, sometimes people need to be held accountable. But I will say to a fault today, I'm still in don't throw somebody under the bus yeah. policy. Yeah. I worked in restaurants for about 15 years. My first job was a busboy, my first job ever was a busboy at IHOP when I was 14, I think. And uh, I remember coming home one day and telling my dad, I was like, Dad, these waitresses made like 50 bucks. And uh, he's like, yeah, you're going to go to college. 
<laughs> I was so Thank excited. Thank you, Dad. I, I was really like, yes, these, wow, I found the, found the jackpot. And then uh, worked my way up, uh, I don't know, I, I cooked at Outback Steakhouse for a little bit, and then uh, bartending was always my favorite spot. But I don't know if I've ever worked at a restaurant where the front and the back of the house always got along. Like, if you've actually managed to do that, that's a huge accomplishment because uh, it was always the waiter was mad to cook for the steak for being too done or the, yep. the chef was like, well, you told me you pushed the wrong button. Like, if you've actually figured that out, no wonder you're successful. I don't think I've ever been around that. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's now, at the end of the day, thing. everybody kind of gets together and, you know, whatever. But it's a, it's a, if you've never worked in a restaurant, I think you should because you will always be nice to your waiters and waitresses. Yes. And uh, the two, it's, just, it's a very stressful job. Well, I'm not going to say they'd never yell at each other. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, but it's that kinda, happens. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of like mom and dad. Like, you know, there's a healthy way to yeah. you express yell, you the get it heat out. of the moment. Yeah. Then at the end of the day, it's like, hey. Sorry, I did that. When okay, I was 14, yeah. I was a very sweet, nice little kid working at IHOP. By the time I turned... Kristen doesn't believe you. By the, time I, by the time I was two, 14 and a half, I knew every bad word in the book. <laughs> yes. Happens. Well, I have three siblings. They all have children. I'm like, do not let your kids go in the restaurant. <laughs> you need to wait till they're in college. Why? Well, you just get oh, exposed language. to yeah, a lot yeah. more... Because there's so but many different a, ages. As a and... teenager, so I, I I always felt like again at Rivercrest this is a different restaurant, and uh, I mean kids that came in at 15 years old, again because I think we had a very healthy environment, they stuck around until they were 22, True. went to college, kept coming back, and I would hire them anywhere. Very you know true. what I mean? It definitely yes. builds character. It does, but yeah. if they're your daughter? Well. <laughs> yeah, is Lucy, are you going to let Lucy work at, at Duchess? 15 I'm years gonna, old? I, honestly, well, I don't. Don't say Duchess. Well, yeah, okay. Duchess. She can work there. Okay. <laughs> uh, at somewhere else here? Yeah. I, I, I we mean, won't name me names. personally, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what well, it just depends on what she's into. You know, if she wants to be an entrepreneur and create a YouTube channel, go go for her. Yeah. When we're hiring people, obviously, I think education is very important, too. But, uh. I always give a leg up to new hires for anybody who's worked at an industry in that industry because I know for a fact if you've waited on tables, if you've bartended, if you've cooked, you can handle pressure and uh, you can figure stuff out. Like yeah. uh, I, I agree. There are some aspects, and I'm kind of joking a little bit. I didn't learn every bad word. I knew one or two before then. <laughs> um, but uh, there, there are some very good aspects that come with working in a restaurant. Uh, uh, if I was king of the world, I'd make everybody work in a restaurant. I'd make everybody join the military, and then you can do what you want to after that. But uh, I'm not. Right, we're on the same book. I'm huh? kind yeah. of afraid to say this, but I've never worked in a restaurant. See, this is why you can't handle pressure. You're still pretty cool, Kristen. It's okay. <laughs> you can still um, handle it. Um, I don't yeah. know. She's getting flustered right now. I know. Well, so it. my sister worked at Uno's forever, and it, I mean, it is. It's one of those jobs you go back to when you come home from college in the summer. And so I do have a big respect because I was right alongside, like you said, she's my older sister, watching her do that. You know, I have respect for servers, but I've never done it myself. I, again, I don't think I have the personality for it because I don't think I could be nice. She would get that pulled aside and be like, "Hey, you gotta be nice." Yeah. Yeah. I know. So, I mean, I feel like in some ways, I feel like I she dodged, should be in the kitchen. I dodged a bullet. Yes. But then at the same time, I feel like everybody has this shared connection when you've worked in a restaurant. You just get it. And I don't have that. It is different. Yeah. Do, do you do you ever hop on the line and cook? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're do you like what? What do you like more working in the back or the front of the house or actually? That's a hard question. I do like working in the front of the house a lot because yeah. I get to see the guest. I get to see the regulars. I get to know who's been coming in. I get to, 
I get to engage with everybody and see friends and people in the community. And I yeah. really like that. But I also like being in the back because I can see what the product look like, looks like before it goes out. Because that's where it all stems from. It stems from the kitchen and it stems from there. But then I also like being able to be on the floor and see what the servers are doing. And how they're taking care of the guests. You just like the whole picture. Being <laughs> she able just to loves be. it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, I don't that's know what awesome. I would do if I wasn't in a restaurant. I don't know. <laughs> but it's yeah, a yeah. thrill. You're probably never bored. Like, I am uh, never bored. We joke about that Bob. in our business, too. Like, I, I don't know what it would be like to be bored. You know, it's, uh, Well, Mike, my boyfriend, he's like, what would you do if you retired? Like, what would you actually do? Start a like, restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> like a beach bar? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hey, if you want to sell real estate, let it us is. know. <laughs> That's the thing is, like, especially now, I mean, there's so many cool restaurant concepts. I mean, it, it really is it evolved into, you know, not like the chicken parm short rib, you know, kind of place. Like, you can do a lot of different things. But what you guys do best, I mean, again, the food's always good. The service is always good. But it is consistent. So, Cheers to that. What are you well drinking? Done. What did you just pour in your glass? A stout. Did you bring that or do we have it? Stout. She brought it. You brought it? Oh, cool. Give it a plug. What is it? Do you guys sell it at the restaurant? No. Oh, uh, well, no, never mind. I Don't plug that. Plug something McHenry else. Beverage. Okay. <laughs> no. We well, love McHenry too. Beverage. <laughs> yes, me too. Me too. So yeah, that's Kristen a good question I'd... then. Uh, what's, your favorite, what's your favorite drink? Because you're, you're in a bar. You've got every drink in the world. What's your favorite? What's your I'd favorite probably go for bourbon. Bourbon? What bourbon if you had a choice? I always go with Woodford. That's a good run-of-the-mill. You know what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. Some of the hard-to-get stuff. I'd probably... If they had Blanton's, I'd get Blanton's. Well, then, you're in luck. Close your eyes. Because, uh, Mike, your boyfriend and I were talking about this. Uh, Mike and I talk about whiskey once in a while. Not that Mike. Your boyfriend, Mike. I know, but... Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's to my right. Close, close your eyes. <laughs> Gotta look away. All right. Close your eyes. I had to sneak it in without you looking. All right, see if you can tell what it is. Oh, this is trouble. It's a blind taste test. Let it breathe. I'll give you a minute. So, what is your favorite <laughs> type of bourbon while you're uh, while you're thinking about this? I might not be that picky with bourbon. <laughs> she just likes it. Okay, she likes all of it. But now I'm. I feel the pressure. My go-to at the bar was always gin and tonic. It still is. If I'm if I'm at somewhere gin? and I don't know what to order, I get a gin and tonic. Huh. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm leading you on because you think it's pappy, don't you? It kind of tastes like pappy. Because we were talking about that the other day. I'm totally <laughs> tricking you. Is that my pappy? No. Oh. It's uh, a... <laughs> Dude, Didn't we brought I a bottle from your own it's, house. <laughs> it's, it's Zachary Edwards. Have That's you guys really, had it before? Dude, no, it's Zachary delicious. Zachary Edwards is awesome. That is it's my delicious. favorite. So uh, he is. You got to get Bill Poff on here. He's not a sponsor of mine. But he's a real good friend of mine, and uh, I'm totally baiting you with this. It's a local guy. He makes this. They started selling it, and it's great. And uh, his name's Bill Puff and Burger. He'll do the show with us a little bit. But uh, he makes a whiskey called Zachary Edwards, and it's pretty damn good. It really is. It is really good. So if you're listening, if you come to Deep Creek and you want a good whiskey, try Zachary Edwards. I like the blueberry one that they make. Michael chug it. Uh, the blueberry. I will well, not chug it. Did they still make that? <laughs> I would chug it, but I'm offering share. <laughs> well, I've, I've got more. Yeah, I do like. I do like Zachary Edwards. Um, so it you really know, does I, taste like poppy. I have I, to say. I don't know. That's my thing. Like with the, he does make the blueberry cream type well, whiskey too. They're the liqueur. Yeah, they're like liqueurs. I didn't. I've never had them. But. But see, but I don't know. I don't know how to drink them. Like so, this I had to learn how to drink whiskey, yes, right? Shots, shots, but you, chills, shots. <laughs> 
They're digestives. Okay. This is why there should be more than one girl on the show. You guys are like, I don't know how to drink it. And Meg and I are like, chilled shots. shots. No, it's because Mike and I are married and trying not to get divorced. That is the, that is the difference. Thanks, Wait a minute. Paul. Mike and I are not married to each other. We're, Mike and I both have wives and we're trying not to get divorced. Anyway, boys beer. When I, when I first started drinking whiskey, I went on this kick and I was drinking beer for so long. And I remember I went to my buddy's bachelor party and I was like, I'm done with beer. And so I was like, I'm going to try drinking whiskey. And my buddy Jimmy was like, are you sure that's a good idea? So I got into bourbons, right? And the first couple of times I drank them, I, I wasn't good at it. I drank them like beer. And you can't drink whiskey like you drink beer, which leads into these liqueurs. I don't know how to drink them. Like, uh, and I'm also the guy, I'm not going to go like to a glass. bar and get like a... <laughs> Liquor. It's oh, all yeah. creamy Pints and cream liquor. <laughs> I'm not gonna feel good the next day if I no. do that. That's no. for sure. That's sugar, man. <laughs> That's the beauty of getting older. You know what you can drink and what you can't drink. Uh, you know what's gonna give you a hangover. When you commit to drinking it, you know you're done for the next day. That's why I'm always like curious why people. I mean, I understand it's like a milestone, but so many people are bummed about turning 30, and I'm like, it's like being 20, but you're not as stupid. <laughs> Have you not turned 30 yet? Oh, I have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, in general, I'm like, to me, I'm like, to, uh, it just seems like you're 20 all over again, but you're not as stupid as you used to be, right? I'm ha- having having uh, just turned. Thanks for just You airing, just turned 30? Airing that to the world. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Wait, when was your birthday? <laughs> June. But I'm oh. saying I'm still <laughs> in, I'm sure I said happy birthday I'm back still then. I thought you meant it was like year. Year. <laughs> Right, yeah. She's, not, <laughs> she's still, holding on. I'm still transitioning. <laughs> I'm still in my first like eight months or whatever, okay? I'm still in my first year, but I, I will agree with you that it is Thank you. It's not as as much of a death sentence as it feels like when you're twenty nine, because I do agree when you're thirty, all of a sudden you have money. Like right when <laughs> you're twenty income. when you're twenty <laughs> you don't. <laughs> yeah, and you know what you like. Mm-hmm. And you can go do that and like you're a lot more independent. So you know what also is destructive for you sure. a lot better. Oh, yeah. Well, well, 30 maybe. Yeah, I'm, well, yeah, yeah. You're I'm 40. Probably, you're no, you, close you know, you just don't necessarily take the actions. Right. Right. When you're you just start for no from reason. the inside because you know better, you know. You're willing to take chances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At 30, I was like, uh, I don't know, we'd go to bed at 10. I'm like, oh, man, why are we going to bed at 10? At 40, I'm like, man, I'm ready to go to bed at 9. <laughs> I don't know how it happens. Megan, you stay up forever, though, like at the restaurant. Like, you're so oh. attuned to staying up late, right? I am. Did you fall in the habit of waking up late? I totally did. When I was bartending, I would start Gotta sleeping until noon, and I, got, I would get so mad at myself. Yeah, you need eight hours, yeah. period. But the restaurant in Frederick was a lot different than up here because yeah. the restaurant in Frederick was much bigger. So I would be there till 3 a.m., 2 a.m., closing, checking every level, doing all the things. But here's not so bad. And plus, you've got to smaller. wind down. It's not like you can get off of that crazy shift and go, I'm going to go to bed. Like, yeah. You have to wind down. Yes, you have to decompress a little bit. Feel free, with everything. feel free to tiger claw this, but I, I don't know if it's public knowledge, but you guys have staff come up from the other restaurant. We do. Right? Uh, We're very lucky. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So is that how, how often does that happen? Who is it? How do you decide on that? Like, how's that work? Well, I rely on the Frederick location to send me people that <laughs> I don't have to babysit as much. Mm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah, we have some housing for them and they come up and it's mainly during the summertime. Okay. I would say... After Father's Day, and then until Autumn Glory, yeah, we kind of like have some rotating staff that'll come up and hang out and 
Staffing at Deep Creek is possible. very hard. That's a cool connection. Like it is hard to find employees. Well, especially yeah. somebody that's already like with it. Right. They've got. So is the menu the same? Like drinks and everything, or it's different? It's fairly the it's same. There's similar. a couple okay. different things that are that are different. We kind of like give them a crash course when yeah. on their first day. We're like, all right, but they're who's still, worked at Frederick. Yeah. You tell them what we don't have here and what we do have, and they don't have. And okay, go. That'd be a good road trip for us. I've never been there. Mm, It'd be fun to go down there. Oh my gosh, you should totally go. Yeah. It's super cool. Sweet. I would I love like to go. food. <laughs> I do. You should get the salmon you what, and really it, compare consistency. Of, of all my oh, vices, oh yeah, there you go. That's, Wait, you don't try the crab cakes? Your crab cakes? Oh, of course I'm having the crab. I know, that. and that's the something scallops, we always all of that's push. Good. Thank you. Um, but if I of all my vices, going out for a five to six hour dinner is probably my biggest one. I'll never stop. Like, just I love it. And that's what I do when I go on vacation. Yeah. I just go from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant to bar to bar. Yeah. Like, that is my ideal vacation. Yeah. Of course, you know, in a warm climate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a beach in the background. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, that's what I love. Yeah. Just going, I'm a foodie, I guess. I yeah. was in Virginia Beach last week and uh, went out to eat three times after work. And all three times I got crab cakes. I ate crab cakes three <laughs> times in a row. Were they good there? None. Yes. None of them were as good as yours. Like I will Where was this? Virginia Beach. Oh, okay. Um, they they answer your question. Yes, they were all really good. None of them were as good as Dutch's. Um I, I don't know how to describe the difference. You guys are you got the back fin lump, I guess, in there um, and it's all mounted jumbo up. Lump. These, I mean it was just they're 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 the no same filler. things, but they no don't filler. compare. Yes. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. yeah. All killer, no filler. That's what there I'm we saying. go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That's exactly what I'm it ashamed says to in the say I've never had the crab cake. I've had I've had all kinds of things with crab in it, like the the mushrooms and uh, cocktail and stuff like that. But I actually never ordered the crab, the crab cakes. Crab cakes are delicious. I felt like I had the best crab cakes. I mean, river that you would crab, make river. No, Rivercrest crab cakes were insane. Right, but you were in Pennsylvania. But I ate them yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But I ate or them Jersey. all. Jersey, Jersey. <laughs> we're on the fucking coast. <laughs> like, you, like, you didn't invent Old Bay. <laughs> sit down. Fair enough, but sit Old Bay down. isn't everything. Okay, but we made it, so Maryland makes the best. Whatever. Yeah, but anyway. we're pretty far from the coast up here. I'll give it to you. We're, it's not I, like we're on the that's coast. That's true. Which that's is true. the benefit of having the Frederick location. Exactly. Sure. Frederick is much closer to the coast. Yeah. So we've got the same <laughs> distributors. She's, she is Feisty. feeling fierce. I know, I know. She's <laughs> Sometimes after the show, she'll smack him. <laughs> the I point I was it. trying to make was I just ate crab cakes so much because they were so good that I just don't get them anymore. So well, when you're in, I will. I'll send you Next one. Time. Let okay. me know. Yeah. They do mini crab cakes sometimes. Yeah, we do. Oh. Yeah. So don't watch watch your seafood. I learned this the hard way. <laughs> I was in Charleston, West Virginia, um, taking the kids to a soccer tournament, and there was a sushi restaurant there. And I didn't realize I, I, I knew it was in Charleston, West Virginia, but I wasn't thinking I was in I'm Charleston. Scared West for you right now. <laughs> it was horrible. Like uh, maybe they had other good food there. I honestly don't remember the name of the restaurant, but it had like this cool looking logo and I was like oh great sushi place and uh, no it was not good I, I didn't feel very good the next day either but don't <laughs> don't order sushi when you're in the middle of nowhere West Virginia was probably yeah, you need to know idea. what to order yeah, yeah. so if you come to Deep Creek get crab cakes they're good I'm a big <laughs> at my restaurant yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I will say again I've never had them but I literally I mean uh, Dana I don't know if you're uh, we, yeah. you've met sure, Dana yeah, yeah, over yeah. at NLP yeah. My God, she is your biggest advocate for your crab cakes. Thank you, Dana. My goodness. Yes. Nice Thank to meet you, Dana. You. Yeah. 
Yeah, she lives no, in Florida now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She's done. Yeah, she's, well, then she's she doesn't have good crab cakes down there either. Let's, no send, let, let's send her a gift <laughs> card <laughs> and uh, come back up. Florida eats different they kinds might. of crab cakes. They, they might. I mean, but there's just certain things you don't understand, like, you know, pizza, right? Outside of the tri-state area. And what I mean is New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. There's no pizza. Okay, we're going to get Brenda on the show. She's probably going to punch you. <laughs> she's hey, from New York. She's okay, good point. She's there from New York. There you go. So what are you going to do? I was down at my parents' house in Florida, and uh, down there they really don't know what a what a Maryland crab is or a blue crab is. They have these I shouldn't say weird crabs, but they're kind of these weird crabs, and you break the claws off of them, and then they grow their claws back. And, what uh, like a starfish? Yeah. So <laughs> like uh, you're, you you I just you are so excited right I now. Kind of like that. <laughs> But you're only allowed to break one claw at a time because if not, he'll die. He's got to keep one claw to do whatever, and it grows back. But these claws sell for like 20 bucks a piece, and uh, I didn't get any. But I, That is sick. It's like a stone crab, maybe? Uh, so I've had stone crabs. It kind of looks like that, but uh, they're uh, Cape Coral, Fort Myers, Florida area, and like literally people dive down, break off his claw, break off the other one's claw, and then Aww. they grow back and... Well, it seems really mean. Well, it's probably better than killing it. I mean, I don't know. No, no, no yeah. No, I'm no, just, no. We're just going to inflict a little bit it's of just, torture. We're going to get flagged by PETA on this if, episode. If you've ever steamed crabs before, which I have, it's a pretty jacked up process. It like, is. I mean, it's just yeah, you got to cook them alive. <laughs> way, uh, way back when, I don't remember, this had to have been early 2000s, Red Run decided, uh, Red Run's a restaurant that used to be here, and I worked there, and they decided to do like an all-you-can-eat crab feast thing. And if I remember right, Jimmy Gibson was one of the owners. He had an airplane. He flew behind it and said, eat crabs at Red Run tonight, whatever. Place sold out. And it was me and a couple other people that were steaming the crabs. And uh, oh, we steamed a ton of them. Uh, but it's it's a process. Messy, too. Yeah. And you have to know what you're doing. Um, I've done them before, and I've royally jacked it up. Like, uh, again, at my parents' house, you can catch them sometimes. And uh, if you don't do it right, they're not good. <laughs> like, you need to know what you're Ooh, doing. Right? One, of, one of my favorite things to do is to uh, get, like, like prep soft shells. I always used to love, I mean, so I was really good with a knife with it. And then somebody introduced me to shears. Yeah. Yeah. That's you need the way so, to do you it. You need a good pair of scissors for yeah, soft shells. Yeah. You guys have soft shell crabs? On occasion. Do you? I've never really? seen on occasion. I didn't know that. Yeah. You've sometimes. never had one at all. No, I've never had they one. should Ooh, be seasonal. Soft shells are great. Yeah. I might like soft shells yeah. better than I like. Yeah. Picked crab. Do, do they actually clean them? Because you when you're picking crabs, you have to get all the, the mustard and the lungs and stuff out. <laughs> you do it. You what get you rid of the that? lungs. Okay. You get rid of the eyes. And the face, yeah. I thought you were just eating the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> well, you are. That, but like the lungs are out. You of save it, right? the mustard because okay. that's what people love. That's the flavor. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll do it with you. We'll, we'll do it yeah. next time. We'll come in. But there's like this. I mean, I was. I took <laughs> we're going to drink some of this whiskey first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Make sure we save it. Um, no, I used to love just, I love the process. That's the thing I loved about the back of the house. There's like this really methodic process, which is why I always thought I would love bartending. Oh, God, is great. You know, especially now that I'm in, I've been in sales for the last, you know, better part of a decade. And I just, it's, it seems like everything, like mise en place, everything's in its place and you're just moving around and you're talking to people. Super cool. Ask me what I'm going to do when I retire. I'm going to bartend. Gonna do? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I think it'd be great. Like, I have no desire to ever own any part of any restaurant ever again, but I do think it'd be really, really fun to work two nights a week bartending something. See, like I'm that. like going back and forth between. Not have a care in the world, just bartending. Yeah. And have fun. Just going into somebody else's establishment sure. and bartending yeah. <laughs> or owning your own. I was going to say. That's why I'm like. Ooh. But if you went to someone else's bar, don't you think you'd be like. 
but you should, maybe you should. But that's why you're retired. Right. right. And then if they uh, fire you, like, I didn't want to work here in the first yeah. place. I was just here I'm for fun. Go down the street. I have figured out, though, because I tried to make some drinks the other day. I've forgotten how to make drinks. Like, I've been bartending probably in about 15 years now, and I just forgot. Do you still know how to make everything? Uh, yeah. I'd say it was sheet. a little rusty. Yeah. There's a great challenge on TikTok that Duchess should do. So the bartenders fill up, a like, a pint glass with what they think is a shot or two ounces or whatever. Ooh. And you you don't know, and then you pour it into the actual thing. Oh, without a jigger. What, yeah, yeah. And, and, like, you you go around and everybody that does like it. every restaurant owner's nightmare. Exactly. <laughs> right? And then you I, know. You know if you actually want to know. Right. I don't think I do. <laughs> Ignorance I don't think I is bliss. Know. But it's great. Because they do the managers, and they'll do servers, and then they do all the bartenders. And it's, like, it's pretty amazing. Like, you're so confident that you are pouring the right amount of liquor well mike and i we just started watching oh my gosh i don't even know what it's called it's a competition on netflix where they make their own drinks and it's like like you have to have a culinary degree as well as knowing how to bartend go ahead and sign up mike and he and i are like (laughs) they give you an hour and a half to make one drink and mike's like "No, no, no 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 the real test should be 10 minutes of the checks coming in. You got a 20 top, you got an oh, eight top, you got a three yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're in like seven Anybody o'clock on Saturday night. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like the real you got people test. bumping into you. Is can you handle the chaos? So I, I, I had to get rid of my nightmares of, you know, the, the ticket machine printing where for you it's become like a normal hum. Yeah. <laughs> it puts me to sleep. <laughs> That's my lullaby. You turn it on, it's like tick, 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 tick. That's I bartended awesome. at the chart house in Baltimore for a, a year or two. And uh, when you want to work your way up to the front of the house, bartending where people tip you and stuff, but you start and they had a bar in the back, right? Service and the bar. Service bar was just that ticket machine constantly popping out drinks. And uh, that's where I learned how to make drinks. Like you don't stop for your, for your seven hour shift. Bar. You were just making drinks nonstop. Yeah. I, I couldn't do that today, but it was, it was pretty fun. It's a different adrenaline rush. Like you got to get it. There's like a drink. Is there like a, a how to mix drink? Li- Obviously, I've never worked in a restaurant. I don't. Yes, I yeah. couldn't tell you how to. Oh, make- YouTube. I couldn't tell you how to make my favorite <laughs> drink. That's what I mean. Like, is there like a like what you put into a drink? There is. Yeah. Recipe. Yeah. 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 And then sure. once you, Mr. Chef, make recipe. like the originals and you go for it, you you understand. Yeah. Like Have once you-, you bartended for a little bit, you see a recipe, you're like, oh, it gets this so- versus that. You know how much to pour. Do the orange crush and the grapefruit crush come from oh, Frederick? Those are, those are your best. Those are, those are here. Those are here. So those are, I mean, the best. The Grapefruit Crush. To, it's all Sherry Ware, who came with the building. <laughs> <laughs> and she would be the first one to say she came yeah. with the building. She worked at Silver Tree Forever. She was in, so we have a little article as soon as you walk in the restaurant of what happened, like how Silver Tree became yeah. and then our influence in it. I think it was Ed King wrote the article when we first moved up. Nice, nice man. That's and cool. Yeah. And... There's a picture of her when she worked at Silver Tree in it. And then I know that she worked at House of Blues. Yeah. Um, Leo, that was Leone's House of Blues, right? Larry's. Larry's, Larry's House of Blues. But it was a Leone something. I, I think I think that was the first person that bought it after the um Lascarises. Could be wrong. And it was even there was a it wasn't D Creek Seafood, but it was maybe it was D Creek. There was a something there was something after Larry's House of Blues. Same location or? Yeah. It it turned hand from the stories that I've heard, it turned hands a couple different times. Yeah. And she came with it, but she helped create both of those recipes. So, 
Man, we, I, we miss you, Sherry Ware. I hate to bring it up because we get, we get flagged every time we talk about COVID. They put a thing on there saying we're talking about COVID. The only reason I'm going to bring it up is you guys were amazing during COVID. I have, I have no idea how you figured it out other than hard work and planning. And it's gotten into a bunch of conversations I've had. The businesses who lasted and survived were people who worked hard. You guys are one of those. Where I'm heading at, um, you have to fill in the gaps for me. You had to pick up your family meal nights and yeah. uh it was great. Noel and I would pick a night or two, and you guys would have a line uh, thing online saying what you could get and what the cost was. We'd pull the truck in, wouldn't get out of the truck, and you would hand us stuff. And one of the other things, you had the orange crushes to go to. Yeah. And during yeah. COVID, <laughs> yeah. it was great. Heard about these. You would order, you you would order your family crush? dinner and a pitcher of orange crush, and your orange crushes are the bomb. I, I probably don't give away that recipe, but they're good. I got a grapefruit crush the one time that I did get one at the Harbor Bar because Andrew Dale talks about these orange crushes a lot and i got the wrong one but so i got it oh, the I grapefruit crush grapefruit's good too yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. but so i got the grapefruit crush and it was delicious absolutely but i have not gotten the orange crush yet try the orange yeah will do i'm big on not drinking girly drinks because i always feel stupid if i'm sitting around <laughs> drinking a girly drink i will suck that an orange crush at a restaurant <laughs> every day in the summertime i'm, I'm manly that's, i think that's the cool thing about getting older you don't care anymore <laughs> yeah. andrew da- andrew dale has bought brought entire like pictures for us at band practice before because like he loves them so much That's awesome. and so again i did not have one that night because i wasn't drinking at the time but well i'm gonna we'll give you do. a crab cake i'm gonna give you an orange crush crab cake orange crush do they go i mean yeah, yeah it'll be yeah. great it'll yeah. be great it'll, be, it'll be great it all goes drink the whole picture you'll feel great in the morning don't worry yeah about yeah. It. yeah the the family to go meals during covid were awesome i we did a bunch i did it a bunch and was that your we idea still have them yeah you know? Wait, you still have family to go? We still have them. Yeah. No yeah. way. You can cool. still get them. Yep. So, okay, put a plug in. So if a family's coming up here to rent a house from us, they go check in. They don't feel like cooking. They can call you in advance and go pick up the family to go meal. And yep. do you still bring it to the car for them? Or I guess you yeah, walk inside yeah. and get we still it? Do, yep. We still do curbside. Like, that was amazing. Like, if you're pulling in Silver Tree, we would literally pull up and you guys would walk out and hand it to us and give you a credit card. There was a yeah. line. Nice. I mean, yeah, you like, you had to sit oh in gosh, line. Yeah. To, like, get to the front of the door. And that was during COVID. I was like, oh, I can't wait to get to the house. I'll go pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the first Sunday (laughs) where we did $7 apps to go. Like, we brought it back. What days are you doing those now? They're great. Sunday. Sunday. $7 Sunday apps. Noel, he was wrong again. (laughs) (laughs) I also have ADD. (laughs) Yeah, $7 apps Sundays during the off season. And um, we did them to go. And I remember the staff was like, Megan, we can't do this again. <laughs> oh, it was so many. It was so many. And then it was raining and they were walking out in the rain and they were like, Wow, this was a really hard day. I'm like, Thanks guys. Did you <laughs> did you ever did you ever do pizza before? Have you ever worked in a pizza establishment? I've only ever worked at Duchess. Oh my gosh. It's a totally different thing of getting like we had a buy one, get one free pizza night once upon a time. And it was the most insane idea I've ever heard, if you can imagine. But again, sorry, I'm uh, maybe Tiger called that one. <laughs> I, just, I was no, no. imagining what you were describing yes. and going, that sounds like buy one. Well, we learned lessons. Tonight. We yeah. learned lessons quick. Yeah. Like, okay, this people were waiting too long. There was a line yeah. out the door. Well, not out the door, literally in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Up down Glendale Road. Yes. Yeah. So we learned lessons. And that's the that's the key ingredient. Like we all make mistakes. We all mess up, but you gotta. It's not a mess up or a mistake. It. You're trying something, sure. right. right? Yeah, and you gotta learn from it. You just said going. something really cool. You've always worked at Duchess. You've never taken another job. You've always worked there since you started in salary yeah. prep. Wow. Since I've been 14. Well, then there's I'm your. A little answer. bit older now. Imagine. <laughs> 
since. <laughs> Imagine if I would have stayed at IHOP, I would. I'd probably. Be, I'd still be a busboy. Yeah. <laughs> but you might be co-owner. I don't know. Who knows? Who of knows one who? IHOP franchise. But that, that is. That, John would be pitching like, "All right, what's the future for IHOP? Are we going to continue to make pancakes? Like, yeah, it's in the name. <laughs> okay, what are these pancakes going to look like then? What about waffles? <laughs> One of Mike's first questions. To Interstellar you was, House what, of what, What's your secret? That's obviously your secret. It's all you've ever done. You know, all I've ever done. Yeah. yeah. And I was awesome. trained by an incredible woman as well. Eileen, who started the play, her, her and her husband, but Eileen, who has been like the driving force of the restaurant. It's day in, day out, whether she's not in the restaurant or in the restaurant, it's 100% restaurant. And that's, she's kind of molded me. Up here or back in Frederick or both? Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's exciting. Like she's here right now. Oh really? <laughs> so when we when I get out of here, I'm going over there and we're gonna like <laughs> what? We should have brought her menu on. planned. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, that was one of my questions. When you do like the special, like the stuffed jalapenos, who oh. who comes up with that? Like well, how honestly, do you decide? Laura came up with that. Oh okay. Well, Laura Fike. Laura, Laura does love a good jalapeno. <laughs> she loves a good jalapeno. Loves yeah. a good jalapeno. She encouraged the process. Okay. <laughs> But I do, I do pull the trigger on those type of things. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I think a lot of the cool specials, you had a seafood pizza, right? Yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, seafood we might bring pizza. that one back. Yeah. Like flatbread? Mm -hmm. I mean, full mm -hmm. pizza? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, flatbread. Like yeah. individual, but insanely good. So like- You do it on like the non bread? How do you do it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gy yeah. Gyro. Uh, Hyro. Okay. How do you say it? There we go. Your, <laughs> this is probably saying my culinary background. Your chicken tenders are pretty good, too. <laughs> they are really good. So you were fond of the $7 apps. Oh, I am. Well, sometimes... If, John? If we're just yeah. there, you're probably going to flag the waitresses on this next time. If we're just there drinking, sometimes I'll order the kids' chicken tenders. They're amazing. They are very good, yeah. John's like, here's a picture of my two kids. Can I get them two orders of chicken so, I've got to take some chicken tenders home and we can sit at the bar. Do you need a to-go box? No. But no. If, if you are listening, if you've ever been to Decree or coming to Decree, Creek. You can also go to your restaurant by boat. And again, that's one of our favorite things to do. Uh, in our world, Fridays and Saturdays are crazy. Sundays, sometime around two or three, kind of slow down. We get time to go in the lake. Thanks. And we come over to your restaurant by boat. And it's one of the best nights of the week. It is just fun. You have a nice outdoor patio. We just come up by boat, sit there and chill. The service is good. Um, it's it's really nice to go by boat. Do you get snowmobilers too? We do, yeah. I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Well, not this year. Not, this year. <laughs> not yet this year. Not yet. Not yet. It's getting There's so close. So <laughs> John's so excited. He's like, we're so close. <laughs> At the end of last season, I bought two snowmobiles, right? I haven't even turned That's them on yet. That's why it hasn't snowed. Oh, That's a gamble. Oh, I know. That's a gamble. We're close. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of going out on the boat, Megan has the best story about her boat. Because you well. almost lost it to the depths of Deep Creek. What? How do you almost lose it? Well, well. I had to put the plug in. Well, our pontoon. Oh, how do you wreck a pontoon? <laughs> <laughs> this one's going to get good. It's still um. under investigation. It, it was a thing. We kind of... <laughs> <laughs> we took underwater. I don't know. Is it called capsizing? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is it a pontoon or a tritune? You have two or three. We now have a tritune. Gotcha. We okay. learned a lesson. If you sink a tritune, <laughs> don't even tell anybody. Just swim yeah. off, leave it there, and just pretend like it was stolen. Well, I've swan. never, <laughs> never driven my boat, so I can't take credit for it. However, I was a passenger. Was it your boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, 
I don't, I, it must have gotten cracked or something happened and we were at the Honey and we were leaving and we were going back to the restaurant, which is a very short drive. Very, very short drive. 200 yards? Possibly. Okay. If okay. that. That's two and, football fields. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then no. <laughs> we're going to go with 100. One football field. <laughs> One football field. And it just kept taking on water. So one of the pontoons cracked. Yeah. And it just started taking on water. So that's yeah. not that's Mike's not fault. fault. That yeah, does happen. No, no. Yeah. But agreed. They're He's all great running driver. to the back of the boat to try to <laughs> and our dog. The our dog was on the boat. So I'm like, save our dog. <laughs> S-O-D. <laughs> There's not a door to jump on. Save our dog. <laughs> what kind of dog? Oh, he's little pity. We rescued uh, him. Okay, okay. So he can't swim? Oh, we don't know. He's like, well, <laughs> I'm going to say no because he's sure a little sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I was designed for staying low to the ground and yeah. moving quickly. I'm going to say he does not know how to swim. All right, fair enough. Yeah, so I always. It's terrible. It, one of my things that my, my clients is, dude, driving a boat at D Creek is not hard. If, if, you, if you wreck a boat at, at the lake, you're kind of an idiot. Sorry, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he didn't wreck <laughs> it. <laughs> no. He's so, a great driver. Speaking of, I uh, wanted to bring this up, boats and Mike. Uh, he did the dragon boat race with us last year. It was pretty cool. And uh, I think he's going to do it again. Uh, Kristen's going to try to convince you guys to put in a team, too. Oh, we should. Oh, yeah. And I don't, I don't know if Mike told you or not, but Kristen's very, very competitive. And, so I might steal uh, Mike for my team. That's uh, what I was just about to say. No. Here's the Man, thing. this is going to get We tough. have our roster... <laughs> <laughs> we have like last year's roster and then obviously we get first dibs it's just like first right of refusal i feel like that's just like murphy's law or whatever so it's like sophie's <laughs> choice for don't him. just drop names yeah <laughs> somebody's law um somebody's yeah law. i'm sure you're gonna lose this one i mean i'm like on your side i don't know mike and i are buddies <laughs> i mean i don't know so Kristen was dead set on us winning last year, right? She wanted us to win, and we had a one-drink minimum. We were only allowed to have one beer at lunchtime. Mike and I got there, and we were like, oh, yeah, cool if we win, whatever. It's a, it's a canoe race. We don't really know what we're doing. <laughs> I was afraid of Kristen, so I stuck to the one-drink minimum. Uh, Mike had a really good time. <laughs> he had a Viking chalice. It was a horn. It was a Das horn. Yeah, it's das horn. Das horn. Yeah. yeah. Mike, Mike didn't get the memo that it was serious. He came there to party. Like, it's a necklace with a horn, like a Viking horn on My it. My dad he gave kept, it to him for Christmas one year. Das hey, horn. He kept well filling it with Trulies yeah. or whatever. And, I mean, he was he was an amazing athlete even while drinking a bunch of Trulies. We did well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a great guy. think I'm competitive. And I think we were all there to have a good time. The fact that we won. This story I, was about Mike. <laughs> <laughs> However, Kristen, I know you, and I feel as if you actually are competitive. God, Noelle and Steve are going to have so fun with so me. <laughs> You're right. Mike Richards was an, a valuable asset to the team. He sat in front of me. And I think at one point he told me he baptized you uh, with Das Horn. Sure <laughs> hey, uh, give the whole event a plug because we need to, to contact the lady who put that on because she was awesome. I don't remember Penny Sandburn, yeah. We need to get a hold of Penny Sandburn, get her on the show because it's for a good cause. And if you own a local business, you want to enter a team, enter one. It better be good because Kristen's coming at you <laughs> full speed. And two, it's for a really good cause that Kristen's on a part of a group about. Yeah, so um, last year was the inaugural year for the Mountain Maryland Dragon Boat Festival. 
It benefits the Dove Center. I'm a board member for the Dove Center. So that's a local uh, women's and children's shelter. They do take pets now, which is really awesome. So if you need to leave a place of violence, you can bring your dog, which is literally a reason why people stay. Because you don't want to leave your dog. I mean, oh, that's amazing. It, it makes sense. So they they take yeah. they take pets now. It's really awesome. So anyway, we were brainstorming a new activity that we found, like the Dragon Boat. So last year was the first year. There were seven teams. It was a freaking blast. You can't even explain how fun it is until you're on a boat. But like it was, the three of us were on it, and it it's was amazing. It was it's amazing. Fantastic. It was so fun. And the the lady that owns Dynamic uh, Dragon Boats, Penny Samber, she uh, goes around the country and. You know, brings the boats, teaches us how to uh, how to paddle, and all of her events are for nonprofits, and they raise money for that. If if she'll have us, she, it doesn't matter what she's talking about. She's so hype. She'll, she's so hype. Yeah, yeah, she'll be like, I bet you she would come on the show. Oh, oh she probably. Would. I hope. Yeah. We're, I mean, not to brag, but we're a Facebook friends. So isn't she? <laughs> isn't she from Texas or something like that? I mean, She's from Tennessee, I think. Tennessee. Yeah. She reminds me of a female Matthew McConaughey. Like, she actually yeah. looks oh, like him. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Like, no, like, I like I, I'm that. pretty sure That's she said point. that three or four times. Sorry, and, Penny, uh, please don't take that as an offense. Because uh, that's pretty cool. Have you yeah. seen Matthew yeah. McConaughey? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to hang out with really him. Yeah, the event was super cool. So, I mean, we're really excited for the second year. Um, and yeah, Mike Richards will be on Team Rayleigh Realty, obviously. I'm sorry, did I just announce that to the world? Or <laughs> yikes, but she cut you off first, though. I mean, she well, she definitely did she actually like, say it out loud sh on microphone? We'll see what happens. I think I said all the words in the right order, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the whole point of this conversation was I'm not that competitive. Uh, well, <laughs> as she's like jockeying for position with my boyfriend, <laughs> I know, literally, literally. as his teammate. I'm not all that competitive, but I'm going to win. Yeah, but I've got your man. <laughs> hey, man. But dibs. So I was, I was hesitant to bring this up, but you already said you go to the Honey Honey, and why wouldn't you? It's if, why would you go to the, I would go to the Honey Honey if I was you also. It's fun. Um, so one of our standard questions to our guest is, what's your best Honey Honey story? Well... Unfortunately, I don't get to go as much as I would like to because it's a pretty cool place. But you're always busy at the same time. Uh, yeah. We kind of run on the same schedule. But there was um, one Sunday that I was able to actually get off of work. And we took our dog, who we had just recently rescued, there. And we were, like, testing it out, seeing how he would do with, like, masses of people. And, you know, you're starting to drink a little bit. And he's, like turning and turning and turning and running underneath the table just loving fun because he wants to go and hang out with the other dogs and the people and he's a great guy and then he got loose <laughs> <laughs> so he's like running hopefully he didn't go in the boat <laughs> well no because that was sunk <laughs> no different time no different time <laughs> but he was running through all of the deck of honey like going it Almost went inside. Oh and then gosh. fortunately we were like able to reel him. Sorry. Reel him in. Tiger claw. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> reel him in and we caught him. But that was probably my version. What kind of, of panic the, was going through your mind? Like how many drinks were you in and were you sober oh. enough to deal with it? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> That, that was makes pretty lame. way more different. I mean, <laughs> We're going to bring Mike in to tell the real story. That was, that was, That's what I remember. Okay. okay. <laughs> Mike, help me catch the dog. That was basically saying, I don't want to answer your stupid question. <laughs> no, no. I, I just, 
We're on the same schedule. I don't get together that much. But that was the most memorable Honey story for me. What about this? What do you, you've been in restaurants your whole life. You've seen a bunch of crazy things. Was there ever a moment you just stood there and said, holy shit. I feel like there's been a lot of those moments. I was going like to say. yesterday, yeah. the day before, the yeah. day before that. Like, who, 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 how do you want to narrow that down? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an open-ended question there. I mean, I feel like. Being in the restaurant business or owning any business, yeah. there's just something every day. Sure. There's something new. There's, um, what does Mike say? Mike's like, there's a lot of shit that comes with you. I, I, was, <laughs> I, I, was thinking, I was thinking about restaurant life, but I guess it applies to entrepreneurs too. Um, but it takes a certain character. You got to like that pressure because it takes a certain personality to like want to go back every day and yeah. solve that problem. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean, and, and and just and continue to have a positive attitude about my it. My normal joke is next time around reincarnation, I'm going to work for the government. That's my joke, but uh, I would never do that. I'd be so bored. I said I, next time around, I want to be like a spoiled house dog. Oh, there you go. Until the boat sinks. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, why didn't I learn how to swim? <laughs> I'm okay. going to rethink it. So how how did you meet Mike? Uh, did you Ooh. meet Mike in the restaurant? Well, we actually went to high school together. Wow, okay. Yeah. You've known him since you were 14? Uh, ish. Tiger Claw? Oh, no. Oh, ish. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Cool. Yeah, I think actually he moved and we started going to school together when he was in seventh grade. Gotcha. So a very, very long time ago. And then we, like, we had similar friends, but we never really hung out together. And randomly we met up, actually. I liked a picture of him on Facebook where he was wearing a Superman costume. Oh. So modern. My Michael. Yeah. <laughs> no, a, no, like not a afraid. Picture. Yeah, like yeah. a oh, yeah, picture yeah. on yeah. Facebook, but yeah. a modern love story. Yeah. He's not afraid to wear a Superman costume in public. I think he's hilarious. <laughs> I don't oh, I love him. I will say, I mean, you might be able to correct me, and I think if you did correct me, it would be on very few things. I doubt Mike's afraid of much. Agreed. Yeah. Dude, uh, my, my favorite my favorite Mike story involves both of you guys. We were in the office one day, and I think it was just the three of us, and we were talking about DMX. I think DMX had just died. And uh, and Mike Fenton, you go, uh, hey, man, did you ever hear DMX's uh, Reading Rainbow version? And, and Mike goes, no, I've never heard it before. Next thing I know is No, Gordon, no, no. First off, I said, don't play it in the office. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Explicit lyrics. It, 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 <laughs> Explicit. <laughs> If if you're old enough to remember reading Rainbow, DMX just took that song, the intro song, and just jacked it up. And uh, um, it was it, if you're over the age of thirty, probably listen to it. But uh, no, it was pretty Sorry, funny. Kristen. It is it is <laughs> I probably got one of the most explicit things that any Western person of my complexion would ever hear. So immediately, like <laughs> so Mike Googles it, pulls it up. So yeah, Mike like, Googles oh. it, pulls it up, and yeah, it's I knew it. jamming. And, <laughs> And luckily, I don't think anybody else is there. But so I come into the office real quick, and I was like, "Holy, what? 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 <laughs> I was like, I like DMX and all. That's a bit much. His dog's bite. <laughs> he did. He did laugh though because it oh, is it's funny. Not, <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's my Michael. I grew up with DMX, and I grew up with Reading Rainbow before that. And you uh, just yeah, said DMX. DMX. Because it's DMX plus Reading Rainbow. Yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's no, a, that's oh, okay, okay. He, that's no, he's ahead exactly. of I was imagining. I'm big head and little arms. John's I'm, three steps ahead of you. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay. I'm, I'm not that cool. It was a speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. 
It's the mind <laughs> moving fast. So what are you salty about? Oh. That's our other question. Salty about Kristen trying to get Mike on our team. Jeez. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a new today's one. Yeah. <laughs> Going to have to take a back seat because we already established that. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot. Ooh. I, I feel like I feel like everybody is salty about a lot of things. Sure. So there's a there's a, a lot to think about. What are you salty about in the restaurant industry right now? Is there like a new trend or like a new thing that you're just like, I hate that? Should I? Never. No. It would be like, oh, do I want to do that? Mm. That's a hard one. Yeah. So but I do have pet peeves. Oh, let's hear Fine. <clears throat> we like those. Like, I can't stand when someone chews ice. <gasps> I chew ice. And oh, I didn't realize. cannot be friends. I didn't realize. <laughs> Just cut the table right I'm, in half. I'm gonna, actually diagonal. Megan and I'm I. I'm gonna take this back. I thank you for drinking that neat. Yes. <laughs> and I did not realize how annoying that was because I was the person into a nice. And um, a lady named Michelle, Michelle Andrews, and I have worked together literally for 15 years. And for the first 10 years of our career, we sat two feet away from each other. And one time we went out uh, one night having drinks or whatever, and I was just goofing around. I was like, "What's one?" I think Noelle asked her, "What does John do that annoys you?" And uh, Michelle goes, "Chewing ice." It's pretty annoying. It's a thing. It's not. Okay, how's it annoying? Is it the sound or? Okay, what? I'm like you. I thought I was the only one who could hear it. Apparently, everybody can hear you chewing ice. I, I hate think hearing it's more intensified. Anything, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially like chips. Oh, stop! That's like a cow chewing gum. <laughs> Could you imagine? A cow chewing gum. <laughs> Open mouth chewing gum is almost so as what bad. Are you salty like that noise about? you just did. A cow chewing gum. Imaginary <laughs> things that are exceptionally annoying. And everyone can visualize <laughs> yeah, it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's the chewing thing for me. Yeah, it is kind of it is kind of annoying when people do that. How do you tell somebody like if you chew ice, I heard you're Anemic? Efficient in calcium. Yeah. Iron. See, I always yeah. Heard iron. Yeah. I always heard iron. Yeah, iron. Sorry. See, like the staff, if they chew it around me, I just kind of give them a look. And they know. And, and they're a, like. You hand them a dumbbell. <laughs> like. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk away. I don't think I'm calcium deficient. Iron. Iron. Sorry. Iron. I think mine is just uh, literally ADD. Like I yeah, have to be doing sure. something. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that's my, that's my experience. I, I, I was one of those kids that should have had a rubber band on their wrist. Like. Because now instead. uh Mandy loves me, but God damn, she hates everything about me. When we're sitting <laughs> together in a room, I was like, really I was like, I was gonna say, like punch walls or like tap on something, or my God, it just never ends. Maybe I need to, maybe I need to chew ice, John. Hey, chew ice, <laughs> chew ice. Hey, can you can you do us a favor and start smoking again? <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's so funny. I was just gonna say I'm coming up on a year, and tonight oh, I congrats. actually is the first time that I actually was wanting a cigarette, and it's all the whiskey. Oh, oh. Oh. Yeah. See, I used to stop. Smoke. Get yeah. it away. I used to smoke cigarettes. You're done. Yep. Good for you. I quit when I was thirty. But I think yeah, I'm not. This is a thing to bring up about your kids working in restaurants. Every well, I don't know. Do people in restaurants still do? When I was in restaurants, everybody smoked. It's the only it break just, you get. And then you right. got to be with the cool kids, and they start smoking. No, it's and, true. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, true. it was the only break. I you know. Could I, get. I'm laughing. If you wanted to take a break because you didn't smoke. Yeah. Well, I'm, fuck I'm, you. You're not I'm taking a break. It was one of the because... best parts of the job. You get to go outside and smoke a cigarette with the other. And waiters, then you would like you complain. Yeah. yeah. You would be able to vent. Talk shop. We'll go say talk shop. Yeah. My coworker and I take smoke breaks. Neither of us smoke. But we do take the break that we would if we did smoke. That's why it's funny. What do you do? Vape? Ah, uh, okay. Uh, no, no. no, we just vape air. <laughs> yeah, no, we just like talk funny, and like scroll on on like Instagram or something. We do, but we do take smoke breaks. Yeah. 
I used to make hot tea. Mm-hmm. Tea brand. Yeah. That's my my buddy Modibo. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, when I quit smoking, that's what I did. Yeah. I'll just tea. make a cup of hot tea. Do people in restaurants still smoke or they vape now? Vape. That's the new thing. Uh, See, we have I think signs it's different. If you're going to smoke, doors. smoke. Don't vape. I, that's my two cents. Agreed. Agreed. You know, uh, or still gonna, go outside If you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. Uh-oh. When marijuana gets legal. That was my July, question. I was just going to ask that. What is... Do you have an idea DJ. yet? I mean, is there like a smoking area? I haven't thought about. People that. are gonna pick out you. <laughs> you need to think about this because, like, people is that are, literally legal now? Yeah, it well, will be in it, July. It's legal, but come July first, I believe. Yeah, it's like legal. Like smoking cigarettes is legal. Well, then it should have the same rules as smoking cigarettes. No, I'm I curious. imagine. But, but how, you can't how, get hot. You can't get high off of se- your own supply. Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would say, (laughs) I disagree. (laughs) I only get high on my own. (laughs) I'm really curious to see how restaurants handle this. Well, they're all going to put Doritos on the menu. Yeah. (laughs) Just because it is definitely nachos. The chicken tenders are going to sell like crazy. Nobody's going to buy crab cakes. (laughs) I may have to reevaluate my menu. How can you charge $30 for a bag of Doritos? That would be the question. We actually are having that problem already because now, currently, you can smoke weed, whatever it's called, cannabis, in Maryland if you have a medical card to do it, right? Mm -hmm. But the houses we rent all say you cannot smoke in the house. You can't smoke cigarettes. You can't smoke vapes. You just can't smoke in the house. Go outside, knock your socks off, don't do it in the house. And people are like, well, it's legal for you to smoke weed. Nope. And I'm like, but not in the not house. In the house. Like, right. Nope. Right. Yeah. It's legal for you to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> I'm not judging. It's not just in the like house. Cigarettes. Exactly. Just, yeah. just like Don't cigarettes. do it in the house. Yeah. That's my yeah. opinion. Just like cigarettes. All right, so for all of you renters listening. <laughs> <laughs> we, we get with the program. <laughs> okay. For, for all you listening, listeners, all anybody listening, we actually have a machine that will tell us if you smoked in the house or not. Please, really? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of cool stuff out. Yeah. In the house. There's like a cell phone. There's one. No. <laughs> there's really you. cool detectors. They, you know, they, look at me. they do. Uh, they do. They do smoke and they do noise. And they're installed in the homes, and it lets you know if Smoke you're... Smoke and noise? Yeah, so it'll let you know if you're above a certain decibel at a certain time in the, a day. Oh, Got my it. God. We're living in the future. I yeah. do think that, though. If I'm going to rent a house to drinkers or stoners... I mean, Smoke all you want and watch TV. You're not causing me any problems. Right. <laughs> it's true. They're like, man, I had this really great idea to make trouble. Nah. What do Oops, you think about that? <laughs> Oops, I forgot it. <laughs> Again, if I was king of the world, I would outlaw Jägermeister and legalize oh, weed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you guys sell Jägermeister? No, uh, for that reason. <laughs> nope. It is. No Red like, Bull, but- no Jäger. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I remember when the boardwalk was still open, the round bar, mm-hmm. um, I was probably in my mid, late, I don't know, so I was in my 20s somewhere, and my mom ended up there with me one night and I had my mom doing Jäger bombs <laughs> with me. And uh, oh. this was back in my day. I could, I felt fine the next day. My mom thought she was going to die the next yeah. day. Like, it just, yeah. uh, it was, well, that comes it. with age, as we spoke yeah. about before. She was easily 65 <laughs> at the time. Oh. Did you get to go to well Round done. Bar? Because it was I definitely did. still open. Okay, good. It was one of my favorite spots. Awesome. I loved it. There's... How could you hate it? Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. No, I mean, I just... It's just... It's one of the... It's... Um, everybody misses it. I never... I went there twice. Well, so you got to go then. I did, and it was pretty cool. I'm probably two or three. Yeah, oh. I will agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But 
great. I would still go back if it yeah. reopened. Me this too. has changed. There's a lot of good choice up here now. There is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank goodness at one time before you guys were here, before other people were here, literally we had Uno's. And nothing against Uno's, right. but there's we, we need other Uno's. options. Yeah. 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 There's there's some newer places and a lot of I think they're trying to branch out a little bit more. Yeah. Which is very inviting for a lot of the tourists and they can come in and it's nice to have multiple options. As well as someone who lives here full time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Agreed. And if, you, uh, as a foodie who came from Philadelphia, you know, it's it's nice a, to have options. It is. It is. And I, I live in Friendsville, so I get to go to Morgantown. But going back to the sushi thing, I don't. Morgantown's got good sushi. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but I Morgantown has good sushi. I still, uh, I still don't. Morgantown is real I good. Still you won't eat in Morgantown? Mm -mm, no, because it's too far from the ocean. I'll let you know that I was in Puerto Rico, which, okay, is an island. I would need to learn about... I, I got food poisoning from sushi. I was going to say, yeah. I but don't why? know I would I'm, order that. But I'm, an, I'm on an island. How much pressure could the fish get? That's not yeah, where they, they get the fish from. Yeah, they probably yeah. Are you eating from. tuna from the Caribbean? I don't no. know where no, you're fish not. live, you're not. Mike. Well, what do you think I got my degree well, in Kristen, marine biology? You think Kristen, I know you've where... never worked in a restaurant. We have. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Fair enough. She Kristen had We're gonna circle back. <laughs> don't get it from a gas station either. Okay. Well. Oh, well. <laughs> yes, you do? No. They do that? Oh, yes. You... There is gas station tuna. Dude, or, like, excuse no. me, sushi. Yeah, do yeah there's gas station sushi. Have you experienced Wegmans? By the way, why would you? Yeah, there's one in my hometown oh, dude, where my parents live. The best. Yeah. yeah. What genius? I guess they sell it. What? Who would buy sushi from my gas station? That's there's people that do it. Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Get, get yourself a hot dog, man. That would be an episode. <laughs> dude, although I will say I do eat gas station egg salad sandwiches. It was my oh, go-to in the back uh, of the day. You know. I'm on the fence about that. You know, I add mustard, you know, just it's put an, plenty of mustard. A boiled you love mustard. Oh, I do so love bad. mustard. Mike That's loves true. some mustard. I do. Uh, out in Hawaii, <laughs> I don't know why, but every every gas station ABC store in Hawaii has sushi. But uh but you always second guess but yourself. You're in I feel it. Okay, I feel like that's acceptable. Fair enough. Yeah, they actually no. have tuna. It probably <laughs> came from. Coaches. Yeah. It came from a distributor in Texas. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but so it. many people spend so. Well, I guess in Puerto Rico too. I'm just imagining like if you spend enough money, you can get a restaurant that actually knows what they're doing. All fish is frozen on the boat. You don't have nobody gets fresh fish. Period. It gets frozen uh, right on the boat. Let me. Let me. Not just, all fish is frozen. Give me an example. Salmon? I've eaten fresh tuna. Or Salmon's, oh yeah, because well, you don't ride a boat on a river. <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually get it from the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> okay, okay, I was imagining sockeye, my bad, my bad. Are you imagining the bears yeah. <laughs> dipping down in we our should lake? Put bear, so we'll start a fishing company that hires bears yes. to yes. just fill up our baskets. Yogi Bear. Yeah, yeah. Picking their basket. Picking their basket. <laughs> I'm learning a lot. All right. On that note, we're at, a, we're at an hour and 15 minutes. Did you answer the salty question? I think so. All yeah, right, she has cool. a pet peeve. It's people chewing ice. And she's yeah. salty about the fact that people do done? that in public. Megan, thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for being our first female. Uh, Oh my gosh, I'm in a blank. First Kristen is not outnumbered. Yes. Interview yes. person. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Female guest. Oh my gosh, is Zachary Edwards really? I, I, I lost the word guest. Okay. We're gonna, uh, 
Thank yeah. you for coming on the show. Thank if you. you're ever coming to Deep Creek, if you're coming back to Deep Creek, eat at Dutch's is great. You will never had a bad. You will never have a bad meal. Uh, thank you for. I can attest to that. Done. Thank uh, you very never much. Never ever. It's it's a staple of Deep Creek. It's fun. Woo.